With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello then, and welcome once again to another Match Day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Matt, and I'm joined by Andy, and we're here to discuss our away trip to Queen's Park Rangers. We're going to London again, mate. You sound awfully chipper to say that you're, uh, you're going to London tomorrow morning. Well, we've had some feedback. Feedback? Yeah, I got a text after uh, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast to say that it sounded like we should be kept away from sharp implements. Well, of course we should have. It was bloody horrible, wasn't it? It was, but maybe we didn't need to bring our uh, misery onto onto the podcast. Maybe we didn't need to bring it into people's ears. Did they not watch it? Well, maybe they watched it and then we just made it even worse. Oi, texter, get a grip. <laughs> Shout out to Chris, who sent that one in. Anyway. He's normally quite chipper anyway. Yeah, he's chipper. That's why he was so disappointed that we weren't. Well, sorry, mate. Happy times, eh? Anyway, Chris um, is going to be with me at uh, QPR tomorrow. Yeah, mate, make sure you're smiling. I also might tell you off. <laughs> and he hasn't um, seen us win for a while. Oh, bloody hell fire. Right, Chris, stay at home. <laughs> and certainly not in London, because none of us have seen us win in London for a while. I can't remember the last time. I said this on the last podcast, but we have we are unbeaten away from home this season if you discount games in London where we've oh. lost all of them. Yeah, but it's, mate, fortunes are going to change. And this is our fifth trip to the capital this season. Is it really? Yeah. That's a, that seems a lot. Charlton, Millwall, Fulham, Arsenal and now QPR. I suppose, yeah, but Arsenal don't count because no one cared about that stupid little uh, fancy down competition, well, did they? Let's not, let's not go over that again. So last time we uh, beat QPR 2-0 at home, Tyler Roberts and Jack Harrison scored. Uh, they played in a colour that matched the pitch and caused much confusion amongst players and fans. I don't know if you remember that, it was only a few months ago. Yeah, I do because I couldn't see a bloody thing. Uh, games won we have beaten them 24 times drawn 16 times and lost 20 so fairly even but we've just about got the edge and um, team news is that Jamie Shack and Pablo are available again but for Sean Roberts are um, nowhere to be seen and Jack Clark could make a debut for the opposition so that'll be interesting yeah he's going to have a stormer and he can see it right now he's got a point to prove that kid uh, well, I don't. I don't think he'll play. I think he'll be on the bench at most. I just hope somebody snaps him. He's very good at being on the bench. To be fair to him, isn't he? Yeah. Well, let's just hope he's had too many Red Bulls tomorrow, and uh, that'll be that'll be job done. Um, we need Pablo starting, don't we? I imagine that he will because we're we're a bit short, aren't we? I think if Pablo started, we wouldn't have needed any sharp implements in Chef Wednesday post match. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. So my prediction for the lineup tomorrow is uh, Casilla in goal and a back four of Aylin, White, Cooper, Dallas, Phillips, Click and Hernandez through the middle, 
Costa and Harrison either side and Bamford up top. Oh, it's going to be good tomorrow, isn't it? <laughs> well, on that note, what's your plans for the game? I've already said that I'm going to be at Loftus Road. Where are you? I will be sat on a sofa, sadly. I've not I've not been away this season, I don't think. I but mean, this w- is the first season in, certainly since Championship, but I've not been away. But you will be watching on at home on the telly. Oh, yeah, I'll be watching, yeah. I'll have to juggle some... Uh, well, I'm not actually going to sit and juggle my children because that would have Childline coming around, wouldn't it, or whatever, and it's PCC. But I've got to, uh, Especially if you keep... admit to it on a podcast. Well, yeah, I've just got to try to keep them entertained. So, um, yeah, it'll well, be an interesting time in uh, in Andy's house tomorrow, but we'll, we'll get there. Well, maybe if Kiko comes out and starts trying to come for balls which he's got no right to come for they'll think they're watching a circus clown and uh, they'll be perfectly happy they'll be entranced Maybe, by the TV yeah. the little boy certainly is starting to get the leads bug at three so let's hope that, that actually starts as a thing that'd be really handy let's hope it clicks tomorrow hey Matthias let's hope it Matthias is <laughs> I, delib- yeah, I-, I deliberately avoided that pun but you waded <laughs> straight into it Mate, I, I just go for the easy ones, don't I? All the time. Speaking of easy, he's a bloody good player, isn't he? Oh yeah, easy. He had an inhaler at Ellen Road, I remember, because we did the. That was another pun, the wheezy, wheezy easy. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Not. Hang six... on, I don't want to move on just yet. <laughs> go on then. Because we were having a chat the other day, and you you said we've got such a lack of transfers going on at the minute. You said you just chuck it all at easy, didn't you? Easy's the best player I've seen. He's easily the best player I've seen this season. So, uh, not in a lead shirt, obviously. Pablo Hernandez is the is the winner if you include Leeds players. But Easy is the best opposition player I've seen. So, would you like hemorrhage money on him? Well, obviously, I'd like to, but it's that's never going to happen. And well, there's a lot of wacky rumours go around at the minute, isn't it? It's trying to trying to get a cheeky loan for uh, Jared Bowen's spend 18 million quid or whatever, 15 million quid or whatever it is in summer. But Graham Smith Smythe says that we're not. Yeah, I know. Everyone, no one knows what's going on, do they? No, they don't. And we'll probably, oh, end, I up do, signing, we'll probably end up signing somebody that we've never heard of. Go on, what do you know? That absolutely nothing's going on. Well, it isn't at the moment. You're right. So you may be the only in-the-know person in the Leeds United community. This is it, guys. Andy, ITK. But I'm sure that they'll pull something out of the bag eventually. And so, do you know what my fear is? That uh, it's a is panic it, by gamble. Yeah, is it Jimmy Kebby or is it Edgar Charney? Or is it Cameron Stewart? What's your biggest fear? I think it's Abby Babby Boo. <laughs> yeah, well, my lads would be running for their lives. Anyway, not 606 is the uh, QPR forum. I knew uh, that. Ranger Coll said, I fear we're in for a right hiding. I hope they bloody are. Uh, And the reply to that says, it depends which QPR turns up, the free-scoring one of Swansea Cardiff or the one that showed up against Brentford. Uh, Apparently they're very inconsistent, so are nervous to see which of their teams turns up. However, Brentford, we know, are on a great run and are a good side, so I don't think they, they can read too much into that result and they spanked 11 goals in two games prior to that so we also got... watched that didn't we that game and I didn't, I'm going to really. say something I'm going to live to regret here go on then 
they couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo in that second half, could they? Do QPR? Yeah. Well, maybe they've they used created up, chances for days. Maybe they've used up all of their goal quota. I hope so. But um, my colleague Liz is a QPR fan. I was talking to her today, and she says that there's no way that they will keep a clean sheet. She said their defence is appalling. So, yeah. She does know that we're not very good at scoring, doesn't she? Yeah, I, I did point that out at the time. Hmm. And then the other thing that could come into the mix, obviously, is the referee. Thanks to Joe Bedford for doing our referee research, as ever. Yes, El Loco Joe. Peter Banks is the referee. First time this season, but last season he was in charge of three wins at home to QPR. Away at Derby, that amazing 4-1 at um, Pride Park, which was probably my favourite away game last season. And Bristol City, when uh, Patrick Bamford ran into the post. And he had one defeat, which was the home game to Gary Monk's Birmingham, which was not a great performance for him, was it? No, so he's had three decents and one horror show. He has. And his stats overall are that he's refed us 13 times. We've won seven of those, drawn two and lost four. He's given 27 yellow cards, but no red cards. And he's given one penalty for Leeds United, which was against QPR last season, and one against Leeds United. And his stats for QPR is that he's refed them 10 times. They've won three, lost seven had 21 yellow cards, one penalty for and two against. This referee research gets better and better every week, Joe. And um, I am reading into that that we have got the edge in terms of Mr Banks. Unless he tries to even it out. Maybe. Maybe he's read uh, Joe's tweet and thinks that it's about time it was put right. Yeah, don't tag him, Joe. Don't, don't give him a clue. All right, so what's your prediction for tomorrow then? Uh, quietly confident, you know. Not that quietly, because you're on a podcast telling everyone. Oh, yeah, bollocks. Uh, confident. <laughs> right. Overtly confident. Go on, then, what's your, uh, what's the score? 2-0. 2 nil. 2 nil. we're going to break the London curse. Hernandez is going to score one, and Bamford's going to score one. That's a detailed prediction. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely think that's what's going to happen. We're, we're in desperate need of a shutout, and I think we will. And I also think we'll uh, avenge the lack of finishing from last week that suffered us so badly in the end. And I'm also going to go for a win because I'm trying to be as upbeat as possible. I'm, I've predicted 3-1 to Leeds United, oh. so another two-goal margin, but I think we'll concede... Um, but I'm a bit worried about this one. We're not on a good run. I think we're off to London. Jack Clark's playing for them. That easy fella looks pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of mm. there's a lot of things which are worrying me about the game. But I'm still predicting a win because um, I think we've got to we've got to dig ourselves out of this little bad spell. And no better time than the present, is there? No. What's your word? Uh, my word's positive because I'm scared if I'm not Chris will text us um, <laughs> I'm also positive we'll break the curse and I'm positive that we're going to shut out the demons off of last week what about yourself? well I suppose on the plus side QPR are not managed by Gary Monk which is a, 
which is probably something to be grateful for. My word is early because I am uh, setting off at six o'clock in the morning. So it's going to be an early start and it's a crappy early kickoff thanks to our friends at Sky. Blake. So I'm I'm, I'm also going to go for an early night. So I'll leave it there, mate, and uh, we'll speak to you after the game. Yes, mate. Catch up. Look forward to it. Safe travels and bring back three points. that one it <laughs> there's not many more leads with that results that I can take Andy it's um it's getting me down I'll be honest I'm struggling to keep up the buoyant attitude that Chris demanded of us before the podcast well he's just as bad isn't he well actually yeah I've got a little bit of audio of him after the game his record this season's not great um and this is what he had to say after the game five games four defeats one draw, one goal. I'm not coming anymore. And he has the nerve to call us like we're sad well, and that we need to avoid sharp objects. It's him that needs to avoid the sharp objects this week. And not just because it sounds like he's in some sort of uh, stable. They, they were just the police horses who were walking past us as we exited Loftus Road. Do you know what, mate? He needs to avoid Leeds United games. It could be him. <laughs> he had a really good record for a long period of time. He was also with me at Loftus Road for the uh, 3-1 game where Kemar Roof scored a hat-trick, but his record this season has been pretty appalling. And he's coming to Wigan at home. Oh, bloody yeah, hell. Chris, stay away, mate. <laughs> um, but I don't think we can blame him totally. I think Peter Banks has got something to answer for as well. Next time uh, El Loco Joe tells me that Peter Banks is refing the game, then I'm going to... I'm going to get worried, I think. Yeah, so for those who don't know, we lost 1-0 due to a handball. But the ref did... The only thing the ref got right all game for me was the red card. It was two handballs, wasn't it? Yeah, and he touched it twice. That kind of caught it, juggled it, put it in. And I Um, I could not tell that it was a handball in real time and from where I was sitting, but the reaction of the Leeds players suggested it definitely was a handball but uh, oh mate it was 100% there's, there's, I don't know if you've seen it back yet but it was 100% did they even admit it on Sky I turned off you turned oh, off oh yeah the, 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 the commentators at the time yeah. were, uh, were saying that goal shouldn't stand you know it was Danny Higginbottom going the rules of the game say that goal should not stand and Leeds United have been dealt very harshly well we had but one thing we can't uh, account for is poor finishing well at half time I said that the championship version of VAR is that the referee finds out at half time that it shouldn't have been a goal and gives us a penalty in the second half a soft penalty and it was a very soft penalty and sure enough that's what happened he missed one on Elder Costa in the th- I think it was the third minute that was a penalty yeah that looked like a clear penalty from the other end of the pitch yeah it was um, but Bamford penalty was horrible. Now I'm not going to jump on the old banging 
Patrick Bamford bandwagon him because I think he holds the ball up well. At but... what point? At what point are we going to jump on the Pat Bamford? Uh... <sighs> I'm not. I'm not far off, mate. The finishing <laughs> was poor. He didn't have loads of clear cut chances. I mean, the penalty was terrible, but the rest of the rest of it. He had a one on. He had a one on one that should he should have buried. He should have done better. He should have done better. But I don't think it was. I don't think it was a an easy, straightforward chance. Yeah, but it he, he, he looked like he was playing for Rhinos where he put it into the stand. It was more like a conversion than an attempt. The uh, the thing is, when people say he's lacking confidence. I don't know how they can say he's lacking confidence when he's shooting from the halfway line as well. That's not the sign of somebody lacking in confidence, is it? Do you think he's got back to himself to score from the halfway line? Do you think he's got too much confidence? Do you think he's a bit cocky because he knows that we're not going to be replacing him up front anytime soon by the looks of it? I think we will be replacing. I don't know if it'll be replaced or like for like. The thing is, I've had this argument with a few people. I say argument. It's not an argument. What's the difference between replace or like for like? We need a striker in the mould of him. When we had Eddie, Eddie wasn't. We weren't creating as many chances because it wasn't holding up in the first place. It was nowhere to be seen. Now Bamford's doing all hold-up play, but he just can't hit a cow's ass with a banjo at the minute. We need somebody in the mould. We need. It's the obvious one. Everyone's talking about it. And to be fair, Sky said it was still potentially a thing. It's Che Adams. So, yeah, but what does Sky know? Well, I don't know, mate. It was a very Leeds that day yesterday. Anyway, wasn't it? It was very Leeds that day. We got up at six o'clock, set off about. 6.30, Then you end up paying £3.50 for some toast. I had some toast for £3.50. It was nice. Oh. It was nice enough. Though I was, uh... was, it, was it golden? I don't mean like marmalade. No, it wasn't golden, but it was sourdough. And the three pound, how many, how many slices did you get? That was, only by the, oh, that was only by the time we got to London. I mean, the fact is that Sky made it a 12.30 kickoff, and we hate them. And in central London, where we hate playing... Yep. So actually the journey down was fairly straightforward. We got into London, got parked up by about 10 o'clock, which was, we'd, we'd done well. We'd done very well. Then we had the £3.50 toast. Um, then How many loaves did you get for that? Um, no loaves, just two slices. Big slices. Oh my but, days. But yeah, sourdough toast with a bit of lemon curd on. It was, it was nice. Lemon curd? Yeah, lemon curd. And I sent the bugger back. That is not for me. Um, then headed to Loftus Road. What? Sour toast and sour jam. No, sourdough. Yeah, but sour jam as well, like curd, lemon curd. Mm. Sourdough? Nah, mate, you had a shocker there. Anyway, Loftus Road, get there, denied a penalty early on. Um, a goal that has two handballs in the build-up is allowed to stand. Half-time comes, second half, we miss a penalty when we probably shouldn't have been given a penalty in the first place. And then Calvin Phillips puts in a really stupid challenge let's be honest and it's horrible isn't it? Off, seen it and we come back with no points from london yet again have you seen his, uh, his horror show tackle yeah i mean it was bad enough in real time but Oof. yeah it was one of those where it was clearly going to be a, a sending off and the the people um the people around me in the ground i mean we had such negative people behind us and unfortunately they were proved right in the end we were you were with Chris, weren't you? Well, not Chris wasn't. Uh, Chris wasn't the problem. It was um, it was a few lads behind us who were totally against Bamford from kickoff. And um, by the end of it, they were apoplectic. Uh, before QPR scored, one of them said, "We're definitely going to be losing this today. We'll we'll we'll, we'll lose this today." Um, and he was uh, he was proved right. I think he was quite happy about that. Oh, what a, 
Look, no one wants to see us lose, but they'll be happy when we do because you said it. Flipping it. Um, they're mopping up my home. And then uh, on the way home, um, again, fairly straightforward. It was a very slow getaway from London because there was awful traffic because it's London. And then we broke down on the motorway just outside Wakefield at about In half tears. past seven. Tears were close, but they didn't. They didn't. Um, they didn't happen. They didn't happen. I mean, you broke down as in the vehicle broke down, the vi- not you broke down in tears because of the result. Yes, the vehicle broke down and then I nearly broke down in tears, but I held it together. Why did the vehicle break down? Um, well, there's this thing that makes it go called petrol and um, apparently it didn't have any in it, so uh, it just stopped working. <laughs> so you ran out of fuel on the motorway? Ran out of fuel on the motorway, totally my fault. And um, yeah, what an idiot. How long did it take to get sorted? Surely the recovery van just turns up with some fuel. They get straight into the car with no dramas. So the highways maintenance guy turned up and um, we were in a quite a precarious position. I don't want to uh, make light too much light of this because we were in. It's it's very dangerous and you should always make sure that you've got enough fuel. They put it on those overhead. <laughs> they put it on those overhead gantry signs enough for us all to know that we should be making sure that we've got enough fuel. I thought I had enough fuel, but I didn't. And uh, we broke down just at the entrance of a slip road, so it was a very, very dangerous place for the car to be stuck. Uh, Two seconds? Yes. Doesn't your car have a uh, estimated fuel gauge saying how much is left? It does, and this was the issue, because that screen is own, it, it's like one of five screens that you can cycle through on the dashboard. And uh, at, that, at that moment, I wasn't on that screen. And when we'd stopped about 55 miles from home that said 60 miles to go so my plan was i'll get home and well i'll get near home and fill up at a garage local garage to where i live and then that'll be it job done but for some reason it dropped like a stone once we yeah set off again and i hadn't noticed (laughs) oh dear so the highways maintenance guys turned up and their job is not to uh, help us it's just to make sure that the motorway is running uh, well, and we were in a stupid position at the entrance to a slip road, as I said. So they um, were going to tow the car off the carriageway to the hard shoulder on the slip road, so that we we're in a safer position, and so that there was no real danger to the to the traffic, the rest of the traffic on the road. Uh, so the guy says to me, um, "All right, mate, um, pass pass me your key, and I'll uh, I'll get this sorted." And I put my hand in my pocket; key was nowhere to be found. Where was it? I dropped it in a grass verge, the other side of the barrier. So there was nowhere. Oh, yeah. And bear in mind, it's getting on for eight o'clock at night, so it was very dark. We'd walked maybe fifty yards away from the car and behind the barrier, so it could really have been anywhere. It was. Almost literally like looking for a needle in a haystack, except it was like looking for a car key in an overgrown grass meadow. <laughs> and how long did that take? About 10 minutes of um, solid look. Oh, you've got lucky there, then, because that could have taken a lot it longer. could have taken a lot longer, but at the same time, the uh, highways maintenance guys were like, the this fella is a total muppet, and <laughs> we're, we're preparing to get the car sort of forcibly removed. Uh, because there was no it had no fuel in it and there was no key in order to get into it which is a major issue with a motor vehicle as I'm sure you're aware so 
eventually through scouring um, by the side of the road with torches on mobile phones, um, the key came to light. I didn't find it. Somebody else found it. And um, we passed it to the guy and they're having a little bit of a chuckle. It turned out the main fella was uh, a Leeds fan, so that helped. He kind of... He understand he, the pain that you were going he through. He kind of sympathised a little bit, yeah. And then we got pulled halfway up the slip road onto the hard shoulder and had to wait for a nice man via green flag to come and tow the car literally 300 yards round a roundabout to a petrol station on the other side of the roundabout. Oh, you were that close? We were that close, yeah. We were that close. Oh, man. Could you not just walk the 300 yards and got you send some fuel? Well, we could if you were allowed to walk on motorways, but I didn't fancy getting arrested for uh, walking on a motorway, so... We did the we did oh, the right thing and stayed man. in the safe place. Um, so not only was the football a complete shower, the journey back was as well. The journey back was, but I'm taking comfort in the fact that I'm giving lots of people a laugh with my incompetence and stupidity. <laughs> uh, well, and it lo- cheered me up no end last night, mate. So uh, thanks for that. Yeah, you're very welcome. So yeah, but that's why the podcast is late as well. Yeah, kind of is, isn't it? But we weren't actually delayed that much. Maybe an hour and twenty minutes later, back home than uh, than was anticipated. So it could have been a lot, lot worse. Dear me. So I I performed about as well as uh, the Leeds United players yesterday. Dear me, at least you didn't get sent off. I uh, got sent off the motorway. I suppose you did, didn't it? Yeah. And you missed a penalty because you didn't get fined for it. That's true. That you can get you can get. Um, fine for that so whether whether I should be admitting it on a podcast is another matter <laughs> they won't find it it's fine uh, um, let's sorry. get back to footballing matters then where's your head at is it wheels off or is it just a blip it's just it's a good time to have a blip it's just Leeds that it's so typical Leeds United I've seen it over and over again it's it's ever since that 3-0 um, shambolic collapse against Cardiff you know, we've we've looked like we're about to win eight games in a row, absolutely flying. Scored some goals at home, early doors for once, and suddenly we just collapsed. Made a couple of bad substitutions and collapsed. And since then, we've not looked the same, have we? And the mentality switches so quickly at Leeds. It's the fans, it's the players, oh, it's yeah. everything. And we're, and we're not doing anything to put that right. It's like every game that goes by when we have a bad result... It gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And if you dare to go on a Leeds United forum or on Twitter um, this weekend, then you'll just see an absolute meltdown. And I'm not saying that I thought we played particularly well um, this weekend, although we could easily have got a draw or a win out of it on a different day. The amount of chances we made, mate, we should have won that game twice over. But it, it comes down to poor finishing again. Yeah. Jack Harrison missed a couple. Alioski missed a decent chance towards the end. It's just leads that, innit? Absolute leads that. Absolute leads that. And um Yeah, and this London thing's just bizarre. I mean, we've lost five games in London. We've played five, lost five in London. All of our other away games, we've got at least a point out of it. I think we've uh, won nine and drawn three and lost none outside of London. Maybe it's the sourdough toast, mate. <laughs> Maybe. Could be that. But as Bielsa says, there's no rhyme or reason to it, is there? It's just one of those weird coincidences. But it doesn't help that one of our nearest uh, rivals are Brentford and we've still got to go away to Brentford. And they just happen to be in London, so I'm not looking forward to that one. Forest are looking good as well, aren't they? 
Yeah, Forrester looking good. Fulham picked up a win, didn't they, on Friday night? Um, so unless we get ourselves sorted out quickly, then we're gonna we're gonna fall out of those places. And actually, if you look at how tight it is, it'd be quite easy for us to fall out of the playoff places. Mm. But I don't think we should. Excellent. I don't think we should get. Um, I don't think we should talk about that now because we're we're a good side. We have shown that we're a good side. We are still dominating games in terms of possession, in terms of chances created. So if on paper, the actual things that we need to change, that we need to improve, are actually obvious and should be relatively easy to do. But I think we are going to have to bring in a couple of players before the end of the uh, window, otherwise it's uh, all hell's going to break loose. Yeah, I think we've seen a couple of fresh faces who are going to maybe just add a bit of excitement to the camp as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the boys are obviously hurting. Um, it's just it's just horrible, isn't it? Um, can you salvage yourself a man of the match from yesterday then? Really struggling. Probably the hardest I've found since we started doing this. Yep. Ben White by default. Ben White by default, okay. He played well. He played well. Um, but I, I saw quite a few people getting on clicks back and I don't think that's fair. No. He should be taking penalties, by the way. He, he, he takes penalties for Poland. I think he's got a great record in penalties from what I remember, so... Why we're persevering. He scored a good one for us last season too, didn't he? Yeah, why we're persevering with Bamford, I don't know. But anyway, I reckon if he'd have been on penalties, it would have been one all. But no, um, Ben White, he played uh, he played reasonably well. And he might be filling in at um, defensive midfield for three games. And that's terrifying in itself, because it didn't really work last time, did it? Well, it is if Berardi's still injured. Oh, Ollie Casey at the back. Mate, I'd give McCalmont a stab at it, but hey-ho. Um... I'm with you though, it's tough trying to pick a man of the match. I'd probably, even though his magicianry wasn't quite up to its normal spec, I'd give it to Pablo. He hit the post with a lovely looking free kick. He was spraying some balls around the park. Lovely, 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 but it just wasn't clicking for anybody yesterday. No. No matter what he'd done, if we'd played for two weeks, I don't think we'd have uh, come out of that game with anything. No, and yet again we go down to Loftus Road and lose one nil, and it's used as a bit of a barometer of where we are as a team. So, what's your word then? Uh, my word is zero because zero goals, zero points, and zero fuel in the fuel tank on the way home. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, what about you? Up. The only way is up. We're gonna have that to. Is, that is observedly not true. Why? Because we're second in the table, everybody's hot on our heels, and we could easily fall down the table. Yeah, but if we don't get on the up, it's the only option we've got. The only way is up. <laughs> we need to get a new striker up top. We need to up our positivity levels. We need to up our support. We need to up everything. We need to uh, have the owners cough up, get some cash out of the pockets, and get Che up front. Speaking of up, that sums us up. Visit our website to catch up with the rest of our pods and we'll see you guys for the Millwall pod. Fingers crossed it's a positive outcome. Sports Social Podcast Network.